It is the Bones DK Golf Cast, a tradition unlike any other. We normally only do one podcast each week, but we're coming at you with two because we are so excited about the Masters coming up at Augusta National. Tomorrow morning is when it gets underway, and uh, we're just going to dive right into it, guys, because we have some really incredible pairings uh, to talk about. We did not have these available to us uh, when we came at you on Monday night. And let's just start going off the first tee right off the get-go. Uh, Xander Shoffley, Kokrak, Stenson. Number one's a birdie hole, keep in mind, out here at uh, Augusta National. Uh, that first foursome going off, or uh, threesome, I should say, going off number one, 744. Xander's, uh, uh, again, we talked about in Monday's podcast, going to be a high-ownership guy. Wildman, how do you see this shaking out to start? I think it's a good spot for Xander. <clears throat> I like him out on the course early. You know, I like him with with legitimate players. Um, you know, Stenson. You know, Stenson's had marginal success here, so I don't think that he'll get too much in Xander's head. But listen, man, it, it, you know, Xander's Xander's the one guy that I I don't think would be affected by even playing with Tiger. You know. He just seems to be a cool customer, and he seems to be a guy that's always, always getting it up and down when he needs to and, and making those birds when necessary. Going real quick uh, before we get into this next threesome, going off before that group, uh, Bones DK Golf is Lee Westwood. And off the air last week, Wildman said he thought Lee Westwood had a chance to win this Masters golf tournament. Is Westwood going to do anything with Kuchar and Na? Do you think it's 733? I think it's actually a pretty interesting group. Kuchar has good history here, too. So, uh, you know, I like Lee Westwood this week. He has incredible history. Uh, he's in great form. He had a 77 last week to start the round and then followed up with a 69. So I'm not even worried about it. Um, I love Lee Westwood. $7,300. I'm looking uh, strongly at him. A guy we love on the Bones DK pod is Lanto Griffin. He goes off at 8.06 with the veteran... VJ Singh and some guy named Tyler Duncan. TW Man 66. How's Lanto <laughs> going to do at 806 tomorrow? You know, I, I here's what I like about Lanto. He's he's a 32-year-old guy from California who's new on the scene. He's got an incredible story. It's kind of like Keegan Bradley-esque, actually. Of course, Keegan broke through a little bit younger than, than Lanto did, did. But, you know, this guy's from uh, California. Ran out of money many, many times. Had to um, not call necessarily, but have groups rally around him in his local town to put up entry fees for him on the smaller tours. So this guy's got, you know, he's tough around the edges. Um, that's the, the thing I like most about him. Now, playing with BJ Singh, you know, I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> he's, a, he's a former champion. I mean, I, I, I mean, know. this is this has got to be an exemption, right? Like he doesn't play on the tour anymore, VJ, right? I oh, mean, does he's he? Got, he's got the he's got the lifelong Masters exemption because he's a former champ. I yeah. shook his hand, by the way, in Ohio that, uh, a couple <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh man, that's a story. How'd that happen, Rob? Yeah. What what was going on there? You live in Colorado Wait. for crying out loud. How'd you end up in Ohio shaking hands with VJ Singh? Share. Uh, we actually went to a PGA Tour event with uh, uh, Dad and uh, Stevie. I forget what event that was, Stevie, but uh, saw Tiger, Rory, BJ uh, a couple of years ago. So it was an incredible tournament. And, uh, it, was, it was the Memorial. Yeah, the Memorial. 
And, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is actually crazy. I don't want to waste too much time on it, but, like, ten guys walk up, you know, off the green where we're standing. We're at, like, a 12 green or something. On and the all corner. the guys putting in and walking up to the 13th tee. But everybody's yelling, DJ, DJ, DJ. And Rob goes, Mr. Singh. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he looks right over and, and comes over and shakes his hand. He's the only guy he took his hand. Uh, only hand he, he actually stopped in his tracks and turned around and shook my hand after I said, Mr. Singh, rather than DJ. <laughs> oh, man. Something might, might be special going on with Lanto Griffin then this week. I know that's that's Bones DK's guy, and uh, he's got some good karma going with uh, <laughs> the, the Zen master himself, Vijay Singh. Uh, as we continue to move on to the uh, number one tee times at 11-16, Danny Willett is going off with Ricky Fowler, and again, a guy that I don't know much about, John Augustine. Willett, a past champion, Fowler trying to break through. Anything, uh, any good feelings, Bones DK, about this threesome? Yeah, it's a good group. Uh, you know, I'm not really, you know, looking at those guys, honestly. Uh, you know, you, you know the guys I'm focusing on this week. So it's an interesting group, but uh, I'm not going for that group. Anything you'd like to add to that, T-Dub? No, I'm, I'm not in on Willett. You know, I know he's a former champ here, but I just, uh, I don't see his form at all. One of the biggest names in golf goes out after him, 11:27 off the number one tee. It's going to be Phil Mickelson, Abraham Answer, who's always kind of an interesting play when it comes to DFS because he's one of those guys who's around the 6,500 to 7,500 range each week. And then um, Burned Weisberger is also going off at 11:27. Anything out of the old, <laughs> old hickory, Phil Mickelson, guys. I love Phil, man. You know, I mean, he, he's 50 now, right? So he would truly be defying odds if he were to win on the PGA Tour, especially a major. Uh, I know he's a three-time champ here, but, but listen, father time is real. He doesn't seem um, to care anymore either. He, he seems to be on social media, like, hanging out with his aviators. Let me ask you this. Just don't think Do you think I he has, like, started smoking weed or something now that he's, like, 50 <laughs> and living in California all the time? Because that's what it seems like. He is so relaxed and like a social media darling now that golf is almost secondary to him unless he's playing in the champions tour where he goes out he's like i know i'm gonna win this tournament by 20 strokes so nothing really matters i mean he's got a good thing going for himself right now who knows what could happen with old hickory father time phil mickelson there's no doubt there's no doubt he wants to win i just he's over it man i you know what i mean like he he wants to claim he's gonna win but he's over Hey, I would say this too. If you're, if you're not, not, you know, in that group, man. If you're, if you're stuck in your lineup around that seventy-two hundred range, maybe you buy down to Beesberger. He's got, he's got four straight made cuts here, and he's a, he's a pretty good player as far as the world golf ranking. Answer only one of two Mexicans on the BGA Tour. Carlos Ortiz won last week. Hello, look out. Let's talk about Weisberger for a second also because his first name is Burned, B-E-R-N-D. So if you're feeling the burned this weekend, maybe Weisberger is the guy you want to put in your DraftKings lineup. Adam Scott, another Masters champion, going off at 11.38 off the number one tee. He'll be with Colin Morikawa, a champion, a major champion, I should say, and a guy that actually is getting a little buzz this week Bones DK. I'm interested in what you think about Tyrell Hatton. This is actually a really interesting threesome going off at 1138. 
Yeah, man, that's a really interesting group. Obviously, of Scott, the uh, former champ. Hatton actually has pretty bad history here if you look it up. So um, I'm kind of hoping some people garner ownership on him and uh, he just does what he does and doesn't really perform here. Uh, Colin Morikawa is obviously the true wild card. Uh, he's a major champion this year. So um, he's probably not going to be high-owned because he's super risky. But, um, you know, his putter scares me a little bit. and He's a fast green, so... Um, I, honestly, I'd pick Adam Scott out of that group. The people's champion this week seems to be Justin Thomas. I, I feel like if you're just going off the court of public opinion, now you leave you leave DJ out of it also. We'll talk about DJ coming up here in the next threesome. But Justin Thomas really seems to be the people's champion. He's going off with Brooks Kepka, which is a really interesting pairing, I think, right off the get-go, and Matthew Fitzpatrick. Uh, how do you feel about Justin Thomas off the get-go here, Steve. Answer that first for us, T-Dub, man. And then how do you feel about him being paired up with Kepka as well? What are you expecting out of this threesome that's going off at 11.49? Yeah, you, you, always, you always tend to write Justin Thomas off amongst these big names like EJ, Brooks, Rom. Um, but, but, I mean, the guy's just a, a power player. He can smoke it off the tee despite his small frame. He's, he's actually got trended really well here to guts over the last four. Um, he's gotten better every year with, I believe, a 12th last year. So a guy, a guy that, you know, just he's so good and he's so streaky that, that you know, it's, it's kind of scary to, to overlook him. As far as Brooks and actually Fitzpatrick go, those are two of my least favorite guys in the PGA Tour, particularly because they, they think DeCambo is a loser. Because he's like, you know, hitting it too far, as, as if like a pitcher in baseball can throw it too hard. It's so freaking lame. So hopefully those two guys will talk about what losers they are, and uh, <laughs> and it'll help Thomas, you know, shoot a, a low round tomorrow. Kepka and Thomas both in the top ten, uh, maybe even the top eight. I mean, Kepka's below that. Kepka's at ninety-seven. I know Thomas is at ten-seven. They're in the top eight, I think, on salaries also for DraftKings. So I think you got to watch out. Using those two also, high ownership rate, I think you're going to get out of both those guys. High expensive salaries as well. Would you agree with that, Bones DK? I think uh, every guy I've mentioned so far is going to be high owned. So I'm not really looking into the ownership. You you know, everyone that says it's going to be high owned, I, I like DJ and Xander. All of a sudden, you're leaving off Rory, Rom, Jason, DeChambeau, and Brooke. So I, I'm not even worried about ownership this week. I think everyone's going to be owned, and you got to pick your guys that you think are going to perform. Super intriguing threesome going off at high noon. They'll be one of the last groups to finish on Thursday as well. Dustin Johnson chomping at the bit for a Masters championship. Rory McIlroy needing the Masters championship for the slam. Patrick Cantlay, a guy that's getting a lot of press this week also. A lot of guys think he could be a sleeper. Uh, TW Man, this is a big one going off at noon. Anything in your lineup this week out of this threesome? Yeah, for sure. I mean, McElroy, you know, McElroy's irons have been the issue, and 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 that's the only reason I'm not bullish on him, despite his incredible history here. It's just like the irons isn't—it's not something you can just fix tomorrow. You know, like I, I get if you're missing putts on the edges and things like that, and, and you know maybe got a little squirrely off the tee and on a hole. And made a double or triple and, and you know had a bad finish but when, you, when your irons aren't connecting I, I don't like you a whole lot um, 
I'm not saying he's not going to compete because he probably will, but he's one of those guys. If he's got good iron, he's, he's going to top five it. Uh, are you willing to bet on it? I'm not. Uh, DJ, you know, I think here's what, here's what you got to think about with DJ. He's had seven starts, uh, seven of his last starts, pardon me, and he has one finish outside of the top two in those seven starts, and it's a six at the U.S. Open. So, you know, if this guy's priced at 11-4 above DeChambeau, is anyone blinking? Is anyone like, this is crazy? Uh, I don't think so. So, I mean, you, you talk about value. Don't overthink it. Um, you know, I know there's going to be a lot of riders. Hopefully, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast and winning some money. But Dustin Johnson's probably going to wear the jacket. DJ's odds actually improved today. Went from 9-1 to one to 17-2. to two. I know you're high on a lot of things out there, Bones DK, in Colorado. But you are highest <laughs> on Dustin Johnson. Tell us why. I mean, the dude is just the best golfer in the world right now. It's easy. $10,000. It's, it's offensive. So, uh, again, I said it in the last podcast. I don't need to say much. Dustin Johnson, plug him in and move on. <laughs> All right. Zach you Johnson know? is a uh, another Masters champion. He's going right after DJ. And a guy I personally love. I know you guys are never high on. Justin Rose. Cameron Champ, also a guy we've talked a little bit about, especially when you guys were red hot. With your seventy thousand and forty thousand dollar cash, Cam Champ is another guy we talked a little bit about during that streak. Uh, anybody you like in this group, Zach Johnson, Rose, or Champ? Uh, Justin Rose, easy. Uh, uh, Edge, if you look at my top picks, Justin Rose is starred. He's uh, one of my three top plays this week. Um, incredible history, coming off twenty four birdies in the Eagle uh, in his last mm-hmm. performance, seventeenth. I love this guy. Um, he's really underrated. Seventy seven hundred dollars is unfair for Rose. He should be about eighty seven hundred dollars. You know, Wild Man, we talked a little bit about it on Tuesday. This whole presidential election thing is just dragging on and on and on. And no matter who wins, we think we know who's gonna win, but no matter who wins, whoever loses, you just gotta accept it. Losing happens all the time in life, unless you are a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We said this exact thing on Monday's podcast, and Pittsburgh's own Brendan Todd is going out at 1222 with Victor Perez, who is somebody that the Bones DK Golf Club has highlighted this week, going to be one of the last groups to come in on Thursday. TW Man, tell us what you like about this final group going off number one at Augusta at 1222. Yeah, well, we love Todd um, being a, a yinzer. You know, that's about all we love about Todd this week because uh, he's one of the shorter hitters on the PGA Tour, and he's just not going to be able to compete here. Uh, he might make the cut, but, I mean, he's not a guy that I'd put too much time into merely on the length, especially if it's wet. Um, but Perez is the guy we're zeroing in on, right? I mean, he's a guy that when you get down in this 67, 68, 68, 600 range and lower you're looking for anybody to jump off the page but one guy we found is Perez and here's why a second at the HSBC in Europe in January another win in 2020 a second at the uh, BMW Championship in October a 22nd at the PGA Championship in August where where DJ competed there uh, but very difficult course similar to Augusta in terms of difficulty. 
Uh, so three really, really uh, strong results. Another fourth great result. He didn't miss the cut at the U.S. Open, which you have to you know be be honest about. But that course was a, a little weird. Um, and he's coming in in some places as like the 36th ranked golfer in this event, which is just full of sharks, right? And he's 45th in the OWGR, the official world golf rank. So a guy that we're looking at at 6,500. Like, hey, hold on a second. Second, second, first, 22nd at some of the biggest events in the world in 2020. 6,500 bucks. Hello. Yeah, I like Victor Perez. I'm gonna I'm gonna slam him with this week. I like him with Lanto. I, I I think he's a good uh, pivot off Lanto Griffin and Harding. Uh, Harding has a 12th place here last year uh, in his first time here, so that's something interesting. Only sixty three hundred dollars, but I've been hearing their names a lot. And I have not been hearing Perez. Uh, you're gonna want somebody that's different down here at a low percentage to win these true contests in DraftKings to win a million dollars. You're going to want to find that guy, and I think he has potential to win you a lot of money this week. Now, Ed, Ed, uh, Ed, real quick, I, I want to add this just real quick. You know, we have to put the disclaimer on it, right? We're not saying, like, pound away at a guy at 6,500. We're saying if you're down in this tier, this might be a good spot for a guy like this. Um, you know, and he's a rookie. And remember, I mentioned the other day, no rookies won here since 79 as Fuzzy Zeller. Fuzzy freaking Zeller. The guy's name's Fuzzy. You know, so it's been a long time. And then Fuzzy so, told me. Yeah, so just, you know, play your own risk, but he's a guy that we're going to back in that spot. Victor Wildman Perez. And also, just to throw it out there, Wildman, uh, Brendan Todd has a 23rd of the U.S. Open and the 17th of the PGA Championship this year. So, uh, just saying. Top 44, get in. Remember, it is a shortened field. Victor Perez, the guy we like, 6,500s, made 10 of 16 cuts, also three top 10s this season. Heading to the back nine, uh, we are going to start at 7, 11 a.m. Off the number 10 tee, Webb Simpson, Hideki Matsuyama, I'm sorry, Matsuyama, <laughs> talking, take two, Mark Leishman, uh, Bones DK, anything out of this threesome? Uh well, name the threesome again. I'm sorry. I was looking at uh, DraftKings. Simpson, Leishman, Matsuyama. He just wanted uh, me Webb to. Simpson he just wanted me far. to say Matsuyama again. Go ahead. <laughs> I think Webb Simpson actually is a very sneaky play this week. Uh, he had a fifth place here. I think last year, two years ago. Um, he he's a guy that I've been playing all year. Actually, I love this guy. Ninety three hundred dollars. Webb Simpson. I think he's gonna be low owned. I think you should try to fit him into your lineup this week. What about Matsuyama? Uh, he's a guy that I'm always playing. I think he's always on the millionaire maker tickets, actually. He just seems to always be popping up. He always gets it done for you. A couple of top 25 just here in the majors. Um, has pretty good uh, history here, I'm pretty sure. So uh, I love Hideki. Uh, this week. Got a couple, three or four or five more foursomes, uh, threesomes, I should say, we'd like to get to here. Running out of time here. Uh, Wildman, 722, going off number 10, Kevin Kisner and Scotty Scheffler, along with Adam Hadwin. Two guys we love on this podcast, Kevin Kisner and Scotty Scheffler. What do you like out of them this week? Anything? I like that entire threesome, to be honest with you. Uh, Kisner's made several cuts here in a row. Hadwin's made two in a row. I think he's two for two, Hadwin is, actually. Uh, notoriously a great putter. So, um, you know, a guy that, that could maybe do some damage and maybe get you in there in that same range as Perez. I kind of like him. 
Uh, Scheffler, you know, man, I love Scotty Scheffler. I just, I'm just waiting for him to really put it all together and, and maybe win and, and um, you know, have consistent results at the biggest events, which, which he kind of has, but he still has, those, to me, has those little spots of, of inconsistency. Also, if you're listening to this, rewind the podcast five minutes open up a bottle of whiskey, play a drinking game against yourself. Every time Ed says, Matsuyama, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> uh, Matsuyama, Matsuyama, uh, All right, uh, 733, perhaps the most intriguing threesome. John Rahm, Bryson DeChambeau. A lot of opinions about DeChambeau. He's a major champion, perhaps the toughest one to win the U.S. Open. And uh, Louis Eustazen, who's a two-time major winner as well. Bones DK. What do you see out of this threesome? Man, that's probably the strongest group out of, out of all of them you said so far. I like all those guys. Jason has some pretty good history here. He has a lot of like top 20s, but nothing insane. I think he has a second place, I believe. Uh, but that's it. You know, a couple of, he makes the cut. He's a safe play, good cast game play. Um, I was looking at him hard, but uh, I like to buy down to Justin Rose there rather than play Jason this week. Uh, Steve. The station's got one of the great, the great moments here at Augusta where he hits the tee shot on 16 on Sunday and it caroms off J.B. Holmes' ball and the, and the announcer's like, oh no, going off the other ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Uh, I don't know if it was better though than Rom's three skipper off the, the, the pond yesterday for an ace. Uh, that was a pretty damn good shot also. So this group has some history. Already here at Augusta National. There's no doubt about that. You guys know the shot I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spectacular. Check it out on Bones DK Golf if you haven't seen it yet. Patrick Reed, Paul Casey, Tony Finau. This is a big group going off at 744. I, I, I love to hate this guy, Patrick Reed. I think he's a, a you know, we I talk about it actually every time we do one of these podcasts, how much I dislike him, but I love him this week. I think he's going to kill it. I think he could win it. Uh, how do you feel about him, TW, man? Well, not only can he win it, he's won it in the past, you know? He's come in off really, really good form since really the BMW um, or the PGA Championship. If you want to go back even further, where he finished 13th, um, you know, 8th at the Tour Championship, 14th at the Zoso, 3rd at the BMW, the one I was telling you, Victor Perez finished 2nd. Uh, Reed was right there in 3rd. So, you know, the guy plays all over the world. He's He's, 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 it's a bit of an anomaly, I think, that he won here, though, because he does have the right to left ball flight, but he's not accurate off the tee, and he's not, um, you know, very consistent with his irons. I've mentioned before that I think Joffley's got the best short game in the world. If, if there's anybody that argues it and argues it with Patrick Reed, I'm listening, because Reed is a guy that you want standing over the six-footer. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think he's, um, worth a shout. He's also a guy you want if you're in the trap and you can roll the ball and kind of cheat on it a little bit too. Patrick Reed's your guy on that as well. Playing with two well, local ge- guy, by the way. Yeah. Local, local guy. guy playing with two gentlemen this week, Paul Casey and Tony yeah. Finau. 
that's going to be a really interesting dynamic. That's why I also think Patrick Reed is going to have a great week. I just think this whole thing sets up nicely for him, especially on Thursday and Friday. Tiger Woods goes off right after him. If we have any hope to rattle Reed, it might be Woods blasting balls down the fairway trying to defend his championship. Can he do it, Bones DK? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love Tiger this week. Uh, I don't like Patrick Reed. Uh, a lot of people are talking about him. I know he's a former champ, but uh, he didn't make my list intentionally. Um, I, I like Tony Finau better than uh, Patrick Reed, actually. Uh, tenth and a fifth here out of Tony Finau in two appearances. At $1,800, I'd rather just buy down to him, especially if everyone's going to be buying Patrick Reed this week. Uh, so uh, I don't think the, I don't think Tiger Woods being behind Patrick Reed will affect anything, with, especially with no crowd. Uh, I don't think that really will affect well, Patrick Reed. But well, we one were, other quick thing: we're trying to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods too, Wild Man. How do you feel about Tiger this week? Well, one quick thing about Casey and Reed: Casey is one of the most feeble men on the PGA Tour. Just everything about him is just weak. Reed might just you know sense it and just eat him alive. I, I can see that, actually. Is Casey uh, weaker than Jason Day? <laughs> Physically, no. Physically, no. no. <laughs> Celebrity death or match Bubba between Watson. those two. Jason, <laughs> Jason Day, Bubba Watson, and Paul Casey. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I'd probably I think take Tiger, Paul Casey. I think Tiger, though, you know, gave us the moment of a lifetime. You know, gave us that swan song. I, I don't see it this this week for Tiger. All right. You know, I'm, uh, I, maybe I am like a little bit of a, a Woods apologist, but uh, I like him this week, man. I think he could have a top 10. I think he could be there right at the end. He's going to grind this course out. And if there's anybody in this field that knows this course better than anybody, it's Tiger freaking Woods, man. He knows how to play this golf course. He's also playing with a past major champion, Shane Lowry, who won the Open a few years back. Andy Ogletree finishing out that threesome. Jordan Spieth goes off at 8.06. Gary Woodland, a major champion. Ian Poulter, anything out of that for some guys? We got to pick or out of that threesome. Got to pick it up just a little bit. Anything out of that, though? I think Poulter's a, an interesting play. He's got some good history here, and he's, a, he's an electric putter. As everybody knows, he's seen the ride up. He's my play out of that, that group. Gonna move I'm on. not on Poulter. Go ahead, I'm not on Poulter. I'm not on Poulter. I'll just say that. Going to move on to the 11:27 tee time. Bubba Watson, Matthew Wolf, Tommy Fleetwood. Three interesting names, big names. Anything out of this, Bones, DK? Easy. Bubba Watson. Incredible form coming off a seventh and fourth. Uh, he makes runs here. Bubba Watson is an easy play this week. I like him. All right, Wild Man, we just need your top six, man. Give them to us as we finish out today's podcast. Up top, I'm, I'm on DJ. DJ is my pick to win. Um, I like Scopley. I like Tony Finau. Uh, and I like Lee Westwood. And, you know, among uh, amongst, you know, the other guys mentioned on the podcast, fill it in. But those are those are the guys that I'm backing, guys that I think check the boxes and have, have legitimate chances to win and top five. And guys that I would bet to make the cut. Bones, DK, we need your top six. What do you got? Uh, the one guy I don't know if I mentioned too much, I like Cameron Smith this week. Uh, he has three made cuts here. Uh, incredible form. Australian team to do well here and has a T5 here also in 18. So, or uh, maybe 19. But uh, I like Cameron Smith uh, at $7,300. Um, I love Tony Finau. Um, and Dustin Johnson. So it just peaked my top picks. I would I'd try to squeeze all those guys in and try to win some money this week. 
You guys know I'm a Northeast guy, but I've got roots in Pittsburgh. We've got roots in Wheeling, of course. We've got the Wheeling feeling. We're down in Tampa. We're out in Colorado. We're all over global right now. Uh, give some shout-outs, guys, to some of the guys that you guys have been helping out as we have kind of trudged through this uh DK golf season, this DraftKings golf season. I know you guys have helped a lot of guys out there. Just give some shout-outs to the guys that have been helping us out, helping us out also. Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to all the fans. I mean, everyone's been uh, supporting us since August. We just started this account. Uh, me, you know, Wild Man thought about it. You know, we, we play DK golf all the time. So it's just been incredible. And since August, man, we've had a 10,000, a 50,000, a 70,000, a 40,000. Uh, you know, we're just looking, you know, Bones DK Golf is about the people and we want everyone to win. And, uh, you know, we just hope that everyone keeps, you know, the, the positive energy going. And it's been incredible so far since August. Uh, great experience, great wave that we're riding right now. T-Dub. Yeah, I'll shout out a couple other guys on, on Twitter, you know, uh, the McHugh, Ty Rock, you know, guys like that that keep retweeting us and whoever else is in that crew. We appreciate it. Um, we appreciate you guys following it. You know, uh, you got to give a shout out to D-Lo. And, you know, we all know D-Lo. D-Lo's kind of the, the godfather of this whole thing. Um, who's paved the way for us to take chances like this and get in the mix and do the research and believe and have the power of positive thinking. And then, you know, you got guys like uh, ESID07, Joven52, uh, who have created accounts, uh, much like Wolf Ghost to, you know, try to um, amplify that belief and 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 make some money. So, you know, it, it, it just the beginning, guys. This is the first freaking year uh, we've done this. We've only been at it since August, really. Well, I mean, we've been at it, you know, with the Twitter account, but we've been at it for, you know, golf, DK golf for about four or five years now. Well, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, trying to, trying to you know, build up this uh, conglomerate of people that, you know, can work together and believe and, and you know, share success stories. We and love you all. The response has been amazing. The response has been amazing. And, you know, and just it's been, it's been great so far. Oh, and, and, and Clue Dog and Clue Dog as well. Clue Dog. <laughs> Clue Dog. <laughs> we love you all. Thanks for listening. Good luck this weekend, guys.